In celebration of opening day, we've got a special episode of The Moth Podcast for you. The theme is baseball and the surprising ways it connects people. I gaze out at the players on the field and then I, uh, I look over at my dad and I, I realize that in the silence between us that something has changed. It's like I'm seeing him for the first time. Two stories about baseball, family, and so much more. The episode's available right now. Subscribe to The Moth Podcast to make sure you hear it. On the road and back in the wind column. All right, the adrenaline coursing through our veins. There you have it, Joe Davis. On the call, Houston Astros. Here they come. Here they come. They're not going down quietly. Now down 2-1 in the Rangers after winning game three beating Max Scherzer. So there you go. And now we have some another another great day of baseball. Phillies and Diamondbacks are back in Arizona. We'll see what that crowd's like. And of course, big big game, big game 4 of that the American League Championship Series. Well, speaking of big things, number 1 baseball isn't boring. Huge. Huge. At BB isn't boring. At BB isn't boring. It's a Twitter account, social account, Instagram account, the whole works. Also, thank you to FanDuel. FanDuel.com slash boring. As I sit here, in just a mere matter of hours, I'm going to catch up with our gambling expert, Jonathan Papelbon, who has placed a bet in the middle of the season on the Philadelphia Phillies that if the Phillies win the World Series... He wins $150,000. That's crazy. That's national news. And you know what? Right now, you have to think that they're the favorites. But we'll see. Well, all right. We have the playoffs going on. We have all that excitement. But we also, it is of the utmost importance that at this time of year, with the regular season ending, with only a few teams left, and with the Dodgers out, we have to check in with the Godfather. Yep. The guy who spawned the baseball isn't boring movement, Joe Kelly. Joe Kelly's back. We sit down with Joe Kelly. We, by we, I mean me. Sitting down with Joe Kelly to talk about a lot of things. A lot of things. And you know how it goes with Joe. How it goes with Joe is it's always entertaining. Yep, and this is no exception. We talk about his potential retirement. We talk about his potential free agency. We talk about life in the bullpen, about being heckled. We talk about how the heck he's throwing the ball so well. We talk about what happened to the Dodgers. We talk about what happened when Dave Roberts took the ball from him in his last appearance of the year, why he was smiling, why he was grimacing or smiling, whatever it was. We talk about all that. We talk about all that and much, much more. It's another great appearance by the guy who was the first guest ever on the Baseballs and Boring Podcast. And the guy who, like we said, gave birth to the movement. Here you go, Joe Kelly. All right. Congratulations, Joe. You made it through a season. Barely, bro. <laughs> a couple of aisle stands. A couple of uh, conversations of my wife talking me off the ledge if I was going to keep playing or not. Really? No, nah, I wasn't that bad, but it was, it was like, I'm not going to the field. <laughs> <laughs> It was, I mean, you, you knew coming in that it was going to be a weird year because you never had a year where you wrote a book before, but it was, yeah. you had to forget that, that aside, it must have been the most bizarre year you've ever had, right? Correct? 
Yeah, it was it was it was a it was a busy year, that's for sure. Had a yeah. baby, book, got traded. It was pretty pretty wild. You had a mural. You had a mural. A, you had a, a fake background. You got a fake background. You have it a house. So real. <laughs> it literally looks like someone painted a, a background in vacuum. It's creepy. It kind of is creepy. It's a real background. It's, a, it, it's the vacuum. It kind of is creepy. The um well, listen, congratulations. Last Thank I you. saw you, everybody was celebrating you at Dodger Stadium. Mural, bobblehead night. That's anyway. right. That was the last time we saw each other. Yeah. Yeah. I thought, Joe, I'm going to be honest with you. I thought I'd see you again. I thought I'd see you again. Yeah. Well, <laughs> you get to do the playoffs still. We don't. So now I'm now I'm outside watching Knox just jerk around, not do his homework. So that's fun. I'm doing my homework. <laughs> <laughs> what, uh, what, um, yeah, so as you sit here, like, what's it feel like? Does it feel like, like, can, are you, can you say, holy mackerel, like, that was a bizarre year? Or are you just like, this, let me sleep, let me take care of the kids, let me, let me help Knox with this homework? Like, can you, can you actually, like, soak in what you went through? Because I think, I'm saying, asking that because I think there's another book in you this year. <laughs> There's another what? There's another book. <laughs> There's another, another book. There's another book in you for this year, this year alone. Holy yeah. mackerel. No, after I got traded, I felt like everything was pretty normal. Like, it doesn't even feel like the season started or ended. It feels like, you know, every single day I was kind of doing the same thing, and I would just have to drive to the park and, you know, pitch in a baseball game. Um, but since I've been home in California, everything's kind of been a lot better. You know, everyday life is – a lot easier on you know the whole family um but you know after i got traded it was kind of you know the new normal of being back home and and enjoying that uh and then i was like oh crap i got i gotta get on the road i gotta go to dodger stadium you know we have a game or hey we got a playoff game um so it was a uh, it's definitely fun it's something that's going to be big for me next year uh you know whether or not the dodgers do pick up our option um yeah are they going to pick gonna- up your option What's your vibe? No I mean, I would if I was the owner. <laughs> Who wouldn't want to sign Joe Kelly? You know what I mean? I, I mean, no, I, I want to play close to home. So, you know, if it's not the Dodgers, you know, it's going to be local teams, you know, Angels or Diamondbacks or Padres or, you know, anywhere close to home because I'm not going to be, I'm not going to be going anywhere, anywhere far away from my family. You know, Chicago was. Was was fun, but you know, four children and and Knox, you know, now playing tra- his travel ball team, and you know, Knox being in school, and you know, I want him to be normal and have a normal life with all his friends. Like, I don't want to, I don't want to have him pick up and leave again. You know what I mean? So, um, it's gonna be one of those things where, like I said, it's gonna be somewhere local, um, and if it's the local teams who don't want me, you know, that is a good, good, good showing of you know that the rest of the league probably wouldn't want me. You know what I mean? So. Uh, I've, I've been at, I've been at this point in my career where, where, you know, I've done pretty much, you know, as much as I wanted to accomplish in the game. Uh, you know, I want to keep playing as, as, as much as, you know, my family allows me to. And uh, I joke around with, with the team and the guys, you know, all the time where it was like, well, if we won the World Series, right? I definitely was like 100% retiring. <laughs> but uh, you, you, know, said you that can't here. retire. And, you know, I, I kind of, yeah, I kind of wanted to go out on my own. 
um, and be the only guy in the history of the game to be uh, retired that could still draw 101. So I thought that would have been kind of interesting. <laughs> but that's what I'm talking about. I mean, like, so at the but end. that'd be fun. Like, people would be so upset. Like, you could throw 101. I'm like, yeah, retired. Like, that's that's pimp. That's kind of sick. Yeah, you could you could go to the fair and win, win a lot of dominate. I can't wait to dominate. You know, usually guys dominate, like, Sunday league when they're done playing baseball. But they're throwing, like, 85 tops. I'm going to be ripping 101 still. <laughs> <laughs> but, but seriously like so that's the thing is that the way that you ended listen i mean i i i'm no geography major but i do yeah. know there's 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 certain the teams that you mentioned i would imagine if if you have your guys go to those teams and say hey i throw 101 hey i'm really good i don't know if you saw that i was really good at the end of the season yeah. One of the, one of those I mean, you can say, well, nobody wants. One of those teams are going to want you. Yeah, I mean, it's got to be worth it. You know, I'm not going to. I mean, I could. Every team would let me play for free, right? I mean, or let me play for whatever. You know what yeah. I mean? But like, it's got to be worth it. Like, if it's not worth it, then I'd rather just stay at home. You know what I mean? Like, I I have. I want it to be a team that's you know obviously competitive. You know, a team that is trying to win. Um, you know, it's not like I'm only I'm not searching just for money because I'm set. I don't have to work anymore. You know what I mean? Um, but it's got to definitely be worth it. And, and the way that I see, like, you know, I came out of the Dodgers and I was a little banged up. And, you know, they were like, hey, let's be smart. We're going to win the division. So let's just give you time off and get it strong. And I was like, cool. And, you know, it, it, it helps. Like, I could have came back a lot sooner, but we didn't obviously need it. Um, so, you know, I, I feel like I threw the ball well for them. I mean, I think uh, – I think this is my best year statistically ever. You know, I said that last year about the peripherals, and I think this one's even better, you know. Um, and then I went over the Dodgers, and we kind of simplified my repertoire. And, you know, it's one of those things where, you know, I went with two pitches predominantly, and, and if I got in trouble or, you know, if I got the long AP, uh, we would kind of switch and go to, to multiple pitches. But, you know, my strikeouts went up, you know, uh, you know, slug, velo. I mean, this is the hardest velo. I mean, I'm 35, and my average velo, I broke my average velo over like 2017, I think. I think it was like 99.1, and I averaged this year like 99.2. So it was, it's all all good positive signs, but it's ultimately up to, you know, if I'm, I mentally want to do it again, or, you know, I enjoy being, you know, coach and helping travel. All and, yeah, and but man, I, I'm telling you, it's, you can say that. There's no as – as you said, I don't know if there's anyone in the history of baseball, and maybe this is why you want to do it. Nobody in the history of baseball. Retires on triple digits. Retires no, throwing not, triple digits. Nobody. Not one person. Not one person. You can't find one person. No. And no. I'd be the first. I think it's kind of funny. <laughs> I mean, I didn't really think You love it. it. You I do love it. it. Sounds ridiculous, it. doesn't it? Because if I, you could throw 101, you're not retiring. Like, that's why I think it's funny. <laughs> What, what is what, what? I edited him in. That's the Zoom background. That's not even my son. <laughs> so, CGI. He was doing the Freddie Freeman dance. Is that what it was? He was. Like, Freddie yeah. dance is viral. We do it on our, our, our travel team. The, the team oh, do you? On. Oh, the one yeah. was like like seven major leaguers? Or, or serves as the coaching no, no, that's the Scott Sullivan. That's the Scott Sullivan. Oh, oh, okay. I got yeah, you. We're here in California. I got we're you. We're in California. Rental house. Yeah, it looks like a green screen, bro. It does. It's a fake background. It's not fake. It's real. Look at it. <laughs> the, uh, by the way, uh, well, I was going to say, like, I had Brock Holt on the podcast the other day. 
and he was wearing a a a, a t-shirt it's really just ran back there. there he is, there he is. He's locked into his homework, isn't he? <laughs> yeah, he's bro. He's got four problems since we started, and he's on the fourth one. That's listen. Baseball's been boring. That is best for pro- homework procrastination. Um, Rock Cole was on the podcast, so he was wearing. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that, was, that was pretty good that was pretty good, was good. uh he was wearing a t-shirt for the entire podcast with your wife's face on it yes he still has it he loves it i know i know he was putting his name in that in the ring for the red sox gm um but uh hey, I, maybe for brock to do it because what time there, there you That's go pretty good i think i did a pretty good job what so uh but you actually I go to the like when you, you were drawn back, and you said you told me you felt better at the end than you Way had. Better. Like, why? What was that? Just my rest. elbow, just yeah, rest. My body started feeling better. The strength came back. You know, inflammation went away. Uh, you know, everything felt better, even into the playoffs. You know, what I mean, I was still doing my job and still doing it better than I ever have. Um, you know, I give a lot of credit to to the Dodgers. Uh, and one person in particular who is, you know, Jonathan Herb, and he's one of my favorite human beings that I've known, but he's also like one of the best PTs, you know, in the business. Um, his knowledge and, and, and stuff and, you know, the way that he had, he addressed, you know, my problem after we saw, you know, a doctor, uh, the way he addressed my problem and kind of went through rehab and, and kind of slow play and, and make sure we have everything dialed in because we knew we were going to the playoffs, right? It just was kind of a right. short-lived trip, like, you know, I got traded to, you know, pitch, but obviously, you know, from the postseason. Uh, that was ultimately why, you know, a guy like myself got traded over, you know, to Dodgers. But, you know, I think so with that time frame we had in line, uh, it kind of all matched up with, you know, the way we were going to finish the regular season, you know, map out the outings a little bit and then go from there. Uh, but, yeah, they did a great job. John, Jonathan Earp was awesome. Dave Bone, and he, you know, he uh, – was with me every single day and you know that's one of the main reasons i would love to you know go back to the dodgers um obviously the balls in their court they have they have an option um you know team option yeah but the way that you pitched man like i'm not just saying this i think it's a bargain i it's not that that's what that's 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 the market value for for guys that do what i do and and it's right right? yes or what i do they say they don't pick it up say no one picks up i'm I want to take a page out of Rich Hill's notebook, uh, but I don't. But I don't think it's very reasonable for for Rich to do it. But I like what he says, where he wants to play half the year. Oh, half the year. Yeah, but I think uh, I have a little bit more pull on that. Like I, I, you know, Rich, not to not to be like, hey, I don't know if teams are running. By the way, but I think my performance half the year might be a little better. Well, I'll say this: you guys share the same agency, the same agents. Mm And um, Rich had had revealed that plan to me. Yeah, I think it's and, a great plan for me. Yeah, yeah except um, it wasn't too long after that where I think the uh, the agent said, "Ah, Rich, you might not want to say that." Yeah, right. <laughs> I think it's amazing. No, I think I, he might. Maybe he'll do it this time. It's you could do it. Yeah, he should. Oh, I could easily do it. I mean. If you were like, hey, do you want Joe Kelly for 40 straight innings, like healthy? Like, he'll give you all he has for 40 innings. We'd be like, absolutely. And then you don't have to pay me half. But you, you, you're saying all this. Like, I don't know how much. I I don't know. Like, your family's a big family. So, obviously, you want to be around your family. But, like, yeah, how yeah. much, like, when it gets closer to baseball, 
you know, it doesn't so, change. It doesn't. No. All you right. know my personal. It doesn't change. Yeah, I don't know. I just want to. I just want to go out and win. Like I don't want to waste my time not winning. You know, I had a miserable time not winning in Chicago. Like I don't want to waste half of my life for a year or however long it is. You know, to just lose and get your ass kicked every day. You know what I mean? Like that's not fun. I'd rather just sit at home. Give me the moment. Because I know there was a moment, and you've never told me there was a moment, but I'm going to guess there was a moment where where you turned to Ashley and you said, I'm retiring. I've joked about it a million times. Now, give me the and, most serious moment. Uh, You'd have to ask her. There's been multiple serious moments where I'm like, she's like, no, I don't want you to do it yet. Like, We'll always like get in like some kind of argument. Well, I'm not playing, so it's fine. She's like, "No, don't do it yet. The kids want to see you play." And I'm like, "Well, I'm done. Like messing around, but like kind of serious." So it just depends. I mean, don't retire. Knox always tells me, "Don't retire." Don't retire. Yeah, Knox doesn't want you to retire. Are you kidding me, Knox? You he's get like all that free stuff. It's like, yeah, he's like, "Hey, my my dad plays baseball." Yeah, well, I would too. My dad played yeah, baseball. So- I mean, not at Knox. Not every kid gets to run out in the field and jump into the pitcher's arms. I mean, let's go, right? <laughs> you, uh, did you ever almost retire in the middle of this year? Uh, no, you would. I wouldn't be able to retire. They would probably restrict this to me. Oh, there's been thoughts, yeah. But I, I never was. Yeah. Rather, yeah, I never had anything. Because I know, like, you know, like, when you're running off the mound to change your groin, your groin uh, girdle, and, oh, God. and, and, I mean, you had, there's a Dude, the Dodgers thought I was trying to put on sticky stuff. Oh, that's what they said when they saw you? So, yeah, like, people, go, like, go, go put, on, case, like, go put case, on some, like, uh, sticky stuff. I was like, bro, I played with you, my, I played with you three years now, like, you know I don't use sticky stuff. I have a two-seamer. Like, that would be like, what do you call it? It would be like a negative effect because two-seamer, you want no spin, right? You want no spin to make it move. Right. Like, why would I use, why would I use stick on a two-seamer? It's, and by the way, so in case people don't know, that was a game. It was it was the night we went out to dinner. And yeah. it was, what is that, June. June, you pitched against the Red Sox. You sprinted off the mound. Nobody knew what you were doing, and you were changing like the harness for your groin or whatever. And the best, yeah, thing, the best part about that was I was doing the broadcast that day. Cora was just laughing. Cora was like, "I have to go out there and talk shit like to stick up for my team," but he knew I was like, I wasn't like, he knew it was a serious thing. You know yeah, the, the best part was, and after you came out, so no one knew what was going on. Like it was bizarre, right? But yeah, so, but I came out. And I talked the umpire behind, you know? Yeah, but still, no one knew. Like, everyone's looking at So I'm on the broadcast, and I I, I broke the story because you texted me in the, middle, in the middle of the game. I said, why did you uh, – what happened? So it's – Yeah, and I said I had to take off my uh, – Brace. My wrap. Yeah, 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 yeah. But it was comfortable, and, like, I was like, hey, can I go – change this thing like off my uniform to the umpire like my groin and he was like is it is it like medical i said well yeah i have i have a pulled groin and i have i have this really taped up and wrapped and he's like yeah you can and so i looked down and i was about to take off my like look down like real quick and i was like oh i'm on the field and i was like all right i'll be right back and so i had to like 
jog off the field because I couldn't step there. I almost did, like not thinking. It was. It was. I ran the bathroom and just unwrapped it as fast as I could, and then came back out. That's that's chapter five in a damn near perfect game too. That's a great moment. Uh, I talked. I talked to um, your guy uh, at Burger with the Marlins, yeah. and um, we speaking of you just reminded me about weeks. I said last time I saw you, you were out to eat. We we're, were same eating night. same night, and I broached the uh, the fake paying for the check with him, like yeah. what he what he would do. He had a good one. He's he says pretend like you can't that that you can't get the wallet out of your pocket, like your <laughs> pants are too tight. Come on, Berg. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. Uh, but so anyway, so you're you you made it through the season. You, you, congratulations with that. Honestly, it's it was. Uh, it was a it was a wild ride. I know that you know it was a wild ride that you know you could even let on, but it was crazy year. And but you know the fact that you've landed here, I assume that you can lift your arm, and you feel good. You're throwing 101. Uh, can you? Oh, yeah. By the way, can you tell? Can you tell the uh, celebration story now? A celebration story about the the T-shirt. Remember. We were talking about a post about uh, champagne celebrations. Oh yeah, you're yeah. gonna out me in front of all friends. Well, well, like it doesn't matter now, does it? Yeah, we're not getting sprayed. What? Well, I mean, I guess we're not getting sprayed anymore. Right. I mean, so what was that for? The division. Division. Yeah, we won the division. We celebrated. Uh, I guess. Uh, it's always fun to celebrate, but like, I uh, unless you haven't read my book, people wouldn't know. But so I don't, I don't. Uh, obviously, I'm sober. I don't drink or I don't smoke or I don't do anything. I'm a completely sober guy. That's probably why I'm so I pitch so angry because you know I have no vices to like go relax after the game. I just have all this built up anger. Um, I probably need to figure out something to do with that. That anger should probably talk to somebody. Uh, but no, so I, I was in like a weird mood, and you know. I was like, all right, I'm all fine to celebrate. And so I usually stay in the back. Um, so when we pop bottles, I pop the bottle and I spray and I get out of there. So I sprayed and got out of there, right? And I went to the clubhouse kitchen where I could be safe. And I was like, man, I'm hungry. So I'm going to grab these two slices of pizza. And so I was like, man, if someone catches me not celebrating eating this pizza, I'm going to be a deep shit. Like, I'm going to get crushed. So I didn't have an ounce of liquid on my body, not one. <laughs> and so I was like, what can I do? And I saw the kitchen sink right there next to the pizza, right? And so I was like, oh, this is brilliant. This is a brilliant idea. So I, I was like, this is what I'm going to do. So I took off my hat, finished one slice of pizza, put it down. And I was like, I started to I took off my shirt. I was like, I'm taking off my shirt. I took off my shirt, the division, the division winning shirt, right? Um, I put it in the sink and then I turned both faucets on, hot and cold, because I didn't want a cold t-shirt. So I made it like kind of lukewarm, right? Started wringing out my shirt, put it in there, turned the sink off, wringed it all out. The whole thing was wet, perfectly wet, right? And so then I got the shirt and I put it back on my head. And then I got water and I put it on my hair. So it looked like I got absolutely demolished with champagne, right? But I really didn't get sprayed one time. And so I finished my second slice of pizza and I go back out with the boys. And I'm like cleaning up like, oh, my eyes burn. Like all this stuff. 
and, and I told my wife and she was like, I can't wait to tell everyone. So next time you guys celebrate, they crush you. Uh, so I faked getting soaked, right? It's, it's, it's brilliant. So whoever, uh, all you veterans out there, if you don't want to get soaked or spray in the eye, just do what I do. Your shirt. The only problem I did, I ended up doing the whole thing, right? Um, I didn't get sprayed. And so I went to go change and I looked down and I go, my pants are completely dry, but my top's wet. Like if someone would have noticed the discrepancy of wetness to dryness, they'd have been like, how's that possible? I don't think they would have thought like I faked got wet. Right. But still I knew going like, damn, I, next time I should like pour water on my pants or something too, to like up the ante a little bit to make it look more believable. But yeah, so I, I got out, out scot free, uh, without getting soaked, without getting champagne in the eye, without getting beer. Um, yeah. So it was it was a it was a, it was a you're, you're, place. You're revolutionizing baseball. I mean, honestly, I'm changing the change, change the celebrations. One, you one are. It's like it's it is. So, I so that's this book, right? So yes. So as we sit here last night, I was thinking of you because I went out before the game, the Phillies game two. Yeah. And I went out to the Philly to the bullpens because yep. Merrill Kelly had basically said, "Hey, you know the crowd. It, it's not that it's not any better than the WBC against Venezuela." So I wanted yeah. to see the Citizens Bank Park people because I remember you talking about that, <laughs> right? The, the the Citizens Bank Park bullpen. Yep. And you told the story. You got everyone. Yeah. The should I read it? Yeah, you should read it out loud. All right, hold it on. Because this is my contribution to the audio book. I remember one time in Philip, this is like, what, wow, this is so well written already. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I remember one time in Philadelphia where the fans are right on top of the visitors' bullpen, and one guy was all over one of my teammates, Heath Hembry. Heater, as we call them, is a great guy with a real dry sense of humor, but hardly possessed the kind of personality that is going to fire, fire back at hecklers. Hey, Hembry. You only have a few thousand followers on Instagram. My sister has more than you. You're not cool. This guy was just relentless on heater with that kind of stuff. Well, I look up and see the guy was wearing these really baggy basketball shorts. And anyone down below could see right up into him. One look at his wardrobe and I knew exactly what I was going to do if he kept badgering Heath. Sure enough, heater walks out to stretch and here comes that guy again. Hey, Hembry, you're so skinny fat. Your body looks like mashed potatoes. I really <laughs> pop out and yell up with an entire collection of fans hovering, shut the fuck up, you're body shaming my friend. Guess what? We can all see up your shorts right now and everyone you can see you have a real problem down below. You could not only hear the collective gasp from the stands, but it was impossible not to notice that the girl this guy was with bursting out in laughter. Everyone in a bullpen started losing it with mild-mannered Henry even mustering up, uh, this is my favorite part, yes, small wiener. Gordon Hackler, <laughs> with, with, with who, whose reaction was just as classic as the insult itself, literally running away in shame. Last paragraph. Sometimes fans have to be reminded that, that we do have the ability to listen and speak, even while wearing a big league uniform. One thing I've come to realize is those wake-up calls come in all different forms and level of intensity. Very well said. Very well written. And also, was I was thinking was of that. Yeah, I was thinking of that because I went out there and they were waiting for Merrill Kelly, right? And I had never yeah. been out there, so I didn't really have a sense of 
And like, yeah, holy, right on top, right on because the visitors' bullpen is on top. That's the one closest yeah. to the fans. Correct. So it is, and so they're all over. Mike Fetters, the bullpen coach, Brent Strom, the pitching coach, Kelly, the catcher, everybody. Yeah. And it must be. What are you doing? Hey. What are you doing, Joseph? Stay in the house. Keep it down. Oh, you're doing a podcast? Hey. You're not that interesting. Put that on. Is that that Ashley? She's got home. I'm going to ask her what what, what it was. I want to know when when was the moment that that you said I'm retiring. I tell her all the time. Hey, we haven't talked about it yet, Brad. Well, what, what? We can talk about it now. Come over, come no, over here, come over. Zip it. <laughs> hey, why don't you? Why don't you? I'll say that to your mom. Anyway, yeah. be nice. Yeah, so, so you were looking at the warm up. So I can't like. To not to have people in this box of people to 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 hurl you're in like this cage, and people are I don't know I, obviously this is next level because it's playoffs, but yeah. it's not how do you like I know that you fired back that time but like holy crap, it must be hard not to say stuff all the time. Do you just got to ignore it? Yeah, for the most part, you ignore it. Uh, I say stuff all the time, or. I'll- I'm surprised I haven't been caught on camera. There's been numerous times where I'm warming up and like, I'm like warming up the catches this way. Right. And say the fans are behind me. So I'll be warming up and people just keep chirping me and I'll get the ball back. And then I'll go like this. I'll come set. And there's been numerous times where I've just silently just flipped the bird and then throw my pitch. Boom. <laughs> Flip the bird. Throw my pitch, boom. It's, it's amazing. I'm surprised it hasn't been on video. Cause you know how like I'll come set and like just quick pitch. <laughs> yeah. I'll like have the ball like in my hand and I'll flip the bird and then I'll just quick pitch, like practice my quick pitch that way. So I'll like come set, like quick pitch, come set, quick pitch, go. It's been, it's been epic. Like the guys, the guys have both been epic. Like it's, uh, is Philadelphia the, the, the best slash worst? Uh, no, Yankee Stadium's got a good one because they're right on top of you. Um, Toronto is really like close, right? Toronto's close now. They could get on top of you. That's a great bullpen. Um, a lot of the places are still still pretty good. Um, yeah, that's great though. You. Holy mackerel! Yeah, yeah no, it, it's fun. It's some it bugs a lot of people, but my personality it's fun. I I, I could care less. Uh, but some guys get kind of rattled. Um, but if I was a fan, I do the same thing. And that's what it's there for. Listen, it's it's well executed. Um, so I nuts and bolts playoff. As we sit here taping this, the Phillies are up two nothing. Does that surprise you? Not at all. They're hot, man. Yeah, their team was all around solid. They were they were built for for the playoffs. Um, so were the Braves. The Braves didn't play good. You got matched up with the Phillies, who are obviously really really talented. Um, but yeah, I mean, all you got to do is get in now with so many teams getting in, right? Um, do you think? Do you think that like that? Everyone talks about that layoff. You guys had the layoff. Here's your chance to either say that was as a, a, a thing or not a thing. Uh, not for the pitchers. Pitchers love rest. Yeah, maybe for the you have to ask. Yeah, but as a team as a whole, like so, like everyone's trying to figure out. Okay, you know, you got cold at the wrong time. Like, why did you get cold at the wrong time? Well, I think the Braves. I don't know how they finished up, but 
I don't think we, for the pet, like the whole month leading into the playoffs, I don't think we hit the ball. So it wasn't the layoff that did it. We just, we just didn't really hit as well as we did, you know, when I first got traded over, um, you know, guys were, some guys were doing well, some guys weren't, but as a collective unit, uh, I don't think we are, our offensive performance was as good as, uh, it was, you know, when I first got traded over. And so like that break, uh, you know, I wouldn't say made it worse. It just, it is what it is. Like guys, um, had chances to have their own bats. Like we had inner squad games we pitched against our team. Um, so they still had live ABs, right? Uh, so you don't think like that the five get mentally check back in if you're not mentally tough or like, you know, if you can't just flip, flip the, sw- the, the switch, so to speak, um, and just be like, well, and not realize how many days off. I think you're just fine. But like if you sit there and start thinking about it, like, man, we haven't played. Like, are we going to be rusty? Like, I could think that could uh, obviously creep into people's minds. But uh, for me, you know, I think in between outings, I pitched, you know, what? The last time I saw a real hitter was the first game in San Fran until, you know, my, you know, right. my, my first couple of innings in, in the playoffs. And that was 11 days in between outings. It didn't, yeah. it didn't, it didn't phase me. I mean, still went out and stacked and did my job and, uh, you know, felt great. The rest, you know, I love rest whenever I get it. Some pitchers don't, some pitchers like to, you know, throw bullpens or like be on top of their game or throw off the mound before the game. But for me, uh, you know, I'm the same pitcher, you know, it's not like I go on based on accuracy, right? I, I go just based on pure stuff and try to throw everything down the middle and, and let it work off uh, from there. So the, the more rest I could get without like, you know, ramping my body up to, you know, 110%, uh, the better, like my mental game is going to like, Oh man, I've had, um, I've had 30 days off. Like I can't wait to go out there and throw 103 down the middle. You know what I mean? Where other guys would be like, Oh, my mechanic's going to be off. Am I going to be able to spot a, spot a change up down and away? Um, you know, other guys are like kind of, you know, meticulous about those type of things like routine and stuff like that, where, you know, my routine's different every day. You know, sometimes I drop the kids off late, sometimes I pick them up, sometimes I'm late to the field, sometimes I'm not. Uh, so, you know, I eat, this, eat something different every day. You know, I don't tie my shoes the same way. You know, I might shower two hours before the game, put my uniform on, I might shower 10 minutes. Um, so I've never been uh, a guy like, you know, superstitious where you have to do the same thing. So, um, you know, I guess if we had a, a team of, you know, whatever it is, 26 guys with the same mindset, you know, it wouldn't matter. But um, I can't for sure say that it's the cause of, of not hitting, but I can for sure say that it, it doesn't help. That's for sure. Let me ask you a playoff question. Like, you watch the playoffs. Do you watch the playoffs? I don't even know. You watch yeah, we watch it. No. Yeah, okay. We watch it. All right. Because Ken, Ken Lee said he's not watching the playoffs. Um, no, I watch because, you know, my kids – not yeah. travel, like, right it's cool yeah it's cool. you know like why turn a double play here and you know because he's in center field the other day and he got a, a line drive hit hard to him and he's playing shallow and he tried to throw the runner out at first base and he overthrew the first base and the guy took second and we were down you know one run at that time and it's like semis and i told him after that and he's like knox don't ever do that again because the next pitch was a wild pitch the guy got on third nobody out luckily our pitcher you know got out of the game without giving up that run but i was like knox if that guy's on first you just threw over through the first base and throwing it from center field, trying to throw him out. And now got on second one wild pitch. Now put it in play. Now we're down two runs to lose the game. Um, so I want him to learn those kind of things and be more, you know, kind of more aware of the game and, and smarter at, at, at baseball knowledge. Yeah. And you know what? He could also, he should listen to this podcast all, every single day and tell his friends. That's how you get better <laughs> at baseball. But the playoffs, we talked about this, about like how you, you're, I don't know if you know this, you're good in the playoffs. 
So, but it makes yeah, me think. Yeah, I know you know. Like we we we've talked about this. So the psychology makes you feel alive. Makes you feel alive. <laughs> yeah, what did you? you what, by the way, what did you? First, just just give you a month of pitching and then playoffs. What did uh like what what was it like? Um, if you don't want to talk about it, it's fine. I don't because I don't know if it's good or bad or whatever. When you came off, like you gave a smirk. What did Dave Roberts? Yeah, yeah. No, uh, Dave asked me, you know, because I, I thought I had that the guy before that last shot. I punched him out, right? I threw threw a heater down the middle, low, and I, I thought I was strike three. Um, and so when he came out, he was like, "Hey, that was a strike, right?" And I like laughed at him. I was like, "It was right down the middle. I, I for sure that was a strike." Um, and so that was kind of our our our, uh, our banter. And you know, while he's talking to me, I, I gave the ball. I think I. I think I was about to hand it. I handed it to Muncie. I was like, "Oh wait, here's the ball." Like so, like he asked me, he's like, because he wanted to know where the pitch was. He's like, "That was a strike," and I was like, "Absolutely, that was a damn strike." I threw it down the middle. And he's like, "Yeah, that's what I thought." So that was our that conversation. Okay, so you handed. So that's why he like you just handed it to Muncie by accident, and that's yeah, why, yeah, because that's why you were smiling. Like, oops. That's why I was laughing. I was like, "Oh, yeah. I got to give it to you, Dave." Oh, all right, all right. So you love that, like like you said, you you love to be alive it, like, the playoffs. Yeah, but you you also see like I say like to stop that. Uh you also see players where they're crap in their pants. Like you you said you oh, watch this. I mean, especially because there's I, I've been at Citizens Bank now for a few games during the playoffs. It's loud. Yeah, we get it. It's one of the best crowds, there's no question about it. Yeah. But you can watch a game and say that guy's crapping his pants and that that guy is right. Absolutely. Yeah. And the and with the pinch clock too, I think it's no one's talking about this. There's no time when you're crapping your pants. There's no time to basically collect yourself, right? No. So, so, so you see guys, you've seen guys crapping their pants before. Oh, all the time, yeah. It's, yeah. You either have or you don't, and that's the job of uh, you know, a president or a GM or even your manager and your pitching coaches. Like, you know, you want to throw the guys that you know aren't gonna be phased by the situation you know sometimes you have no choice in a, in a long series where you have to throw the rest of the bullpen guys or you have to throw another starter or you know you have to pinch hit a guy and um but yeah it's fun i mean that's the only games on tv right there's not not everyone else is playing and so the later on you get like there's only two games and now that today there's only one game and you know that's something that you know kind of sparks my interest like where it's like well this is the only game on tv and if i pitch you know everyone's gonna be watching me so like i'm gonna thrive like i'm gonna go out there i know i'm gonna thrive I know that, you know, what I did that day, you know, I was completely relaxed, you know, whether I, I mean, it was game one of the NLDS against the Diamondbacks. And, you know, I think I was the last person to show up to the field. Um, you know, I still did my, you know, dad stuff, take to the school, pick him up, take a little nap. Um, you know, I got into Lanson's like, whoa, you got like 20 minutes still stretched. And I'm like, I can like, okay. Like, just because it's the playoffs, like, why am I going to change? You know what I mean? Like, I know that, I know that when I get on the mound, the hitters definitely crap in their pants because number one, like, it's the playoffs; they notice that. Like, two, like, I'm I'm wild. I throw two seamers. Like, it could hit you. Like, I don't know. Um, I'm not trying to, you know, hurt people, but it it could absolutely just, you know, break a rib or end up being high and tight. Uh, so that's what that's what makes it fun for me. And you know, I'm a high adrenaline guy. You know, obviously, you, you've seen my Arizona house, the dirt bikes, and you, you've seen. The skateboards, I got two skateboards right here on the ground, uh, literally two feet away. Uh, so it's like anything to give me an adrenaline rush I like. And so playoff baseball is what 
kind of baseball is my drug, I guess. Like, you know, like I said, I don't drink, I don't smoke anything. I'm completely sober. Um, so playing baseball is like me getting like a fifth of vodka and just down here. Yeah, let's party. You know what I mean? So, but you know what? I, I, for. I, I told you this, but I, you know, I was keeping you up to date on interested teams, you know? Yeah. And they would say like, that's what they say. They said like, this was one of the, this is one of the reasons why we want Joe. Right. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, this and is I'm one not, of the I'm not giving my all during the regular season. No, I'm no, but I'm but, human, but I'm human. So some of those day games in the middle of June, like, you know, yeah, I might go out there. I'm not not mentally taking it off, and I'm not physically taking it off. But the sharpness might not be there. You know what I mean? Like, there's there's times, and we're all human. And it'd be stupid to say that you know every game you're like completely locked in. Um, but the playoffs, you kind of know when you're you're gonna you're gonna play, and you know. When it's gonna be your chance to yeah, uh, and, I, I'm talk, I'm, and I'm talking more about your ability to function than anything you're doing the regular season. You function when other guys can't function. That's my point. Because oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I mean it's you know let's just say a team that that rhymes with Tampa Bay Rays. Like they wanted you know someone who could function, right? So, so the Flampa, the Flampa Bay, uh, Flampa Bay Bays, the Flampa Bay, the Flampa Bay. Uh, Trevor Mays. Yeah, know. Trevor Mays. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So yeah. So it's 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 a it's a compliment. It's a compliment to you. Um, yeah. All right. Well, it's um. How many? Uh, I gave you like a crap load of baseballs and boring T-shirts. I only saw you wear one. Did anyone wear those? Uh, they did the pictures, but they uh, we weren't allowed to wear them in the playoffs. Oh. You can't okay. wear gear. Okay. Oh, really? Yeah. I don't know. All right. It's like, you have to wear like team gear and stuff. All right. Well, listen, no, I'm going to stop because Knox has to get his homework done. Yeah. He's, he's done four words and four math problems in that 45 minutes. All right. And the last now he's baby scooters with his, uh, a T-ball bat. Anything you want to ask me? What's our next adventure? Ooh. Uh, you let me stay at your house during the GM meetings. That sounds like a good adventure. Uh, oh, you're going to them. Oh, Not yeah. In Arizona. Arizona. Yeah. Uh, you can stay there unless the, I think my dad and. I'm tight with your dad. I went over and talked to him. Remember? Go ahead. Yeah, you can stay there. It's yeah. Empty. Perfect. The, the, um, the key, the key, I'll tell you where it's at. Don't tell me where the key. Hold on. I'll just wait. Where my no. <laughs> the data community and it's Arizona. No, 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 no. Don't do it. Don't do my it. Neighbors have thousands of weapons, so go ahead. Don't, don't do it. Don't do it. I got cameras. All right. The um, but, uh, yeah, I don't know what our next next adventure is going to be. I don't know. Whatever. Oh, it probably has to do with. I heard that you're going to be an executive producer of a movie. You don't. You have no idea what I'm talking about. Uh, I might have a chance to be in a movie, yes. Oh, no, I didn't even say that. Movie? Can I be in the movie? No. Uh, Are you talking no. about... The one, the one that Riley sent. Oh, yeah, true. That one, yeah. Literally, all you have to do is say, I will be an executive producer. I told him that. I know. that that's It's yeah, done. Let it, be said, let, be let it be said, let it be done. What movie are you going to be in? Yeah. Oh, um, the chip. So... It's starting to go, but uh, uh, 
it's going to be a baseball movie that um, Tom DeLonge from Blink-182 wants to make. And so we had a conversation briefly about what needs to happen and what he wants to do. Um, so if that, if that happens, I'm going to help him out a little bit. And I think uh, a couple other guys will, will be in it. All right. I love it. That's good. All right. So the last thing is there's a guy on Twitter. His name is his name is NIT Stu. That's okay. his name. NIT Stu. Oh, so when I used to have social media, I used to know that guy. Yeah. So he he literally he writes about stuff, but every single post has an update on you. <laughs> I love that. Just say hi to NIT. I just know, know what I'm doing. You must follow my. No, no, no. He's like he he gives like you know I, he he did whatever you do. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. He you're you're basically like whatever's happening in the world. It I can remember. Be say him. like there's I feel like I've talked to him a long there's time. A, there's, like, there's a war going on, and by the way, Joe Kelly did this. <laughs> so awesome. so say hi to NIT Stu. NIT Stu, my guy. I love it. Perfect. Perfect.